You're listening to We're Talking Golf. Remember, for the latest golf news and information, check our website at www.worldofgolf.org. That's www.worldofgolf.org. You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find us on Weibo and WeChat. Now back to our show. Here's your host, Douglas Mader. Good afternoon and welcome to our show, We're Talking Golf. My name is Douglas Mader and I'll be your host for today's episode. Today's show is being recorded from our studio in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We're produced by the World of Golf and you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.worldofgolf.org or on our social media channels of Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. For those of you in Asia and elsewhere, you can also follow us on Weibo and WeChat. Now, before we get into today's show, I'd like to welcome you, our listeners and followers from around the world that listen to our show. Without you and your support, we would not be able to bring you this show on a regular basis. So again, thank you for your ongoing support. Now, we have a great show planned for you today. We have a very special guest joining us all the way from Amsterdam in the Netherlands. She is a golf fitness and movement specialist. Lisbeth Powell is a certified, or pardon me, a TPI certified fitness and golf specialist. She's a regular contributor to the National Golf Magazine in the Netherlands, and she is also the head of the fitness section of Golfers Magazine, one of Europe's leading golf publications. Lisbeth is also the owner of LP Golf Performance, and you can find her on her website at www.lpgolfperformance.nl. That's www.lpgolfperformance, all one word, dot N-L. Now, Lisbeth is also one of the leading voices in the golf world on body and golf movement. We're going to be chatting with her about golf fitness and training and the newer concepts of body movement and how it can help you swing the club better. We will also discuss a very special program that Lisbeth holds, hosts pardon me, every winter in southern Spain on the Mediterranean. So without further ado... We'll get to our guest. All right, so we're joined by Lisbeth Powells, who's joining us via Zoom. We'd like to uh, extend a big, warm, happy thank you for joining us, Lisbeth. Thank you very much for uh, having me on the show. It's our pleasure. Uh, and um, so tell us, Lisbeth, um, I'd like to introduce you a little bit more to our golf audience and listeners. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be involved with golf? Um, yeah, well, actually, I started playing golf when I was 12, 13. Um, and before that, I actually was a very competitive horse rider. And so I started to play golf and quite soon um, got into a few setbacks, both physically and mentally, that led me through the path of um, trying to, to find solutions for that. And one of the solutions that I find found at that time was through my coach, who was actually a Icelandic yeah, guy. He was, he was from Iceland. So he was such a, he was a Viking and he was already way ahead of his time at that time because he already implemented kind of golf specific, not, yeah, kind of golf-specific training in the gym for his athletes. So he took me to the gym, and through that, I found that I started to improve again, get more, gain some confidence, both with yeah, who I who I was growing up, so personally, but also on the course. And so then my journey just took off, and I was always. I've always been very interested in sports and performance and I knew from a very young age that I wanted to pursue a career involving anything like that. So I knew I want to, that was like my main drive. I wanted to learn. I wanted to know everything there is to know about the body, about how to train the body, how to prepare the body for tournaments and yeah, how to 
get the most of it and, and what, how the body works. So that's when I decided I wanted to study kinesiology. And from there, again, everything for me has happened very organically in a way that through that, I also met with my mentor, Jason Glass, who helped me um, along the path with TPI. I did my TPI certification in 2011. Then I graduated in 2012 and I founded my company in Holland in 2015. So here we are, 2020. <laughs> so that's a little uh, shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you attended university and, and as I understand it, uh, that was here in Vancouver and you wound up meeting uh, Jason and uh, going through that whole process here. Yes, I studied uh, at UBC, University of British Columbia, and I, I loved it. I loved it. So uh, also, that's why I'm also very honored to be on your, uh, on your show all the way from Vancouver. Um, it still has such a warm place in my heart. Uh, I love Canada. And yeah, I met with Jason Glass because I also tried out for the varsity team, but with everything that came along from the change, the different culture approach and, and switch that I had to make coming from Europe, Spain specifically, to Vancouver and the amount of, as well as the way and uh, of studying was so different than I was thought. Um, so I needed to really focus on my academics for that time, mm -hmm. but it made me assist Jason during, because he was the uh, head physical strength and conditioning coach for the golf team. So I ended up assisting him during all of the, all of the physical training sessions mm -hmm. for the varsity golf team. Oh, wow. And I did my... CPI level one certification in Toronto. Oh, actually, wow. yes, yes, wow, neat, yes. <laughs> um, so that was quite a hands-on uh, apprenticeship, if you will, working with Jason. Then, absolutely, absolutely, it was a yeah once in a lifetime experience, as well as me being on my own in Vancouver. He was. The mentor for me that I needed at that time. He took me under his wings and helped me shape a little bit more of, yeah, what I'm able to do and what I'm, what I could be able to achieve. And it was very motivational, inspiring, and also the way I got this fire inside of myself that you know that kind of ignited that fire where I saw how he was coaching, how he was approaching the body and how he was approaching it for golf as well specifically, it all just clicked. And I was like, okay, I, I, that's what I want to do. That's, what, that, that's exactly what I want to do. Um, coaching for golfers, but also in an empowering way. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 that's what I dreamed of then. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You mentioned TPI and that uh, you attended the TPI certification course in Toronto. Um, for our listeners that might not be uh, aware of what the TPI program is, do you mind sharing a little bit about uh, your experiences with it and what it is? Absolutely. TPI stands for Titleist Performance Institute. And they're the, yeah, the governing body that um, can educate professionals um, and coach, of course, also players, but they mostly educate professionals in our field, both ranging from medical to biomechanics to the technical aspects, as well as the, the performance, the power, the junior kind of streams. That's what they have. Um, and they educate in order to grow and, yeah, have greater understanding about what the body needs for golf specifically and for the golf swing specifically. 
I think that that is in a nutshell and uh, they have a great, great community. I've been part of it, like, like I said, since 2011. So yeah, nearly a decade. And I am, it's, it's for me, it's been also a very personal experience to be part of that community, uh, to be, um, yeah, to be alongside uh, my peers and my colleagues and be able to reach out whenever I need help or just share thoughts and share brainstorm or, or share experiences with each other. And we do that every second year, except this year, obviously. <laughs> but every second year, there's the World Golf Fitness Summit. And that's, for me, one of my, yeah, kind of like almost personal and professional highlights because I get to see everyone. I mean, being out here in Amsterdam, in Holland, um, it's, there, there is not many. Um, I mean, I don't have any colleagues around. I do this all on my own. So, <laughs> I mean, you can imagine um, it just, yeah, when we, when we see each other and, there's that real connection again um, that just brings so much energy and yeah. Um, so that's, that, that's a little bit of my story actually with, with TPI and I can be more grateful for it because it's also been a huge support uh, in, in the way that, like I mentioned, I'm here in Holland five years ago when I started this, nobody was doing, doing this. Nobody, talked about it i mean golf fitness movement for golf or anything specific like that it wasn't it was unimaginable almost that it could be integrated and it still is it's still a huge challenge but at that time it was yeah fantastic to have a support kind of team behind me rooting for me that's how I feel about it and that's how I felt still so yeah that's terrific terrific um so it's been a wonderful support network for you too in addition to uh the um specialized uh education and training absolutely absolutely yeah. um Elizabeth you mentioned body movement and biomechanics and things of that nature now your background degree is in kinesiology. That goes hand in hand, correctly, if I'm correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, we do study um, uh, biomechanics, so yeah. Wonderful. Okay, so it was a, a natural launching point for you using your kinesiology degree background to jump into the biomechanics and the uh, body movement aspect. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you get back to Amsterdam after uh, university. Um, tell us how you started working with some golf athletes and uh, how it came to be that you formed LP Golf Performance. Oh, I, <laughs> uh, this is actually a story I don't uh, I, I don't share that much actually, um, because well, when I came back from Canada and from having, you know, um, worked with Jason Glass and, and living in Canada, studying there to Holland. I first began at a local club, golf club. But what I soon realized was that there was a huge, huge difference and uh, worlds couldn't be more different in terms of sports and the way everyone approached golf. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was black and white different. So I was so shocked when I came back and I realized nobody was talking about this. Nobody was doing it. Nobody was sharing about it. There was no, no one here in Holland or in Belgium who yeah who was who was doing it but more so doing it on a amateur and club level some of the top athletes in the country they were already training with tpi at that time mm -hmm. but that were all only the i mean the top amateurs so i got very frustrated because i knew that 
it could leverage the game of so many recreational players that I was like, why, why is nobody doing this? Um, and, and yeah, even I went to clubs uh, to talk about it, to try to share what I do, to try to offer trainings, uh, training sessions. But I mean, it was, it, it was an uphill battle because yeah, sometimes I went to a club and they said like, okay, what, what, what are you doing? You know, this is so weird. People didn't accept it and they didn't want, they weren't very open for it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then more so on a, uh, I would more say like community leader level. I mean, some golfers wanted it already, but it was also not outspoke. It was very, yeah, kind of it was a weird vibe around it so I knew back then that I wanted to change that I thought I believed and I still do that golf movement specific specific golf movement should be accessible for every golfer regardless what handicap or level they're at because it can bring so much uh yeah it's so much more joy reduce so much more uh overuse injuries and create better performances Mm. so that's where it all started and i just (laughs) said to myself like look it doesn't matter i'm just going all in and i drove around the whole country trying to explain about the benefits you know and um yeah i just did anything i could to help promote and spread the message of look this golf fitness thing is worth it this golf movement uh, is something we have to start uh, cultivating we have to start embracing it and looking back now i mean it i'm so happy that i was able to sustain tr- through that time because it was very challenging i was like I said, I was on my own and I had the examples of, of my peers who were doing it in the States or in Canada or even in Asia, but not in Europe. So, yeah. And I just kept digging and digging and kept going, kept going. And so from that, I started to also work one-on-one with, uh, with golfers and... I got so inspired through that because they came back after every session saying, Elizabeth, I actually played so well today. I've never felt better. You know, my swing just rotates more effortlessly. And, oh, you know, when they say, oh, I, I, I was on that green and I could still breathe, you know, I wasn't choked by pressure or by anxiety on that course or tournament. And, yeah, the the one-on-one coaching sessions and group sessions as well, they just kept growing and growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so how was it that you came to work with uh, Golfers Magazine and working with some of the more elite players in the Netherlands? Yes, so I was fortunate to, to start working on say one of the more prestigious new clubs here in Holland called the Dutch and I loved it because they were so open to my you know to golf movement and to golf fitness and they embraced it and so I was able to yeah do my coaching sessions from there and they also had a yeah, tight network so being able to network from that club and out of that place gave me the stepping stone to help and start coaching with the national selection teams which were hosted actually on our national um on the national olympic training facility mm-hmm. which is at a different place so that was very uh yeah very happy about that but it's also about being at the right time at the right place and being open for it to be ready to take that step and jump for it. That's what I did actually. Um, So 
yeah, that, that's how I started to work with the national selection teams. And out of that soon, one-on-one, you know, one-on-ones came rolling out of it because they saw me during the group sessions and then they decided, if, if some of the players decided they wanted to have one-on-one uh, coaching uh, programs with me. So that's, that's how it rolled. Wonderful. And you have a very good uh, working relationship with Golfers Magazine in Holland? Yes, yes. So I've been working with them since 2016, I think, if I say so correctly. Um, and I, I, I mean, we, we just click. We just we met and we clicked. They had a vision of providing something new to the magazine, something young, something vibrant. They yeah, they wanted to change, and I again just took that chance because I saw whatever method I can use to help grow my mission, and my mission is to yeah support and build a strong healthy golf community and i just took that chance and since then we've been working together so in that i support um, specific and uh, unique golf fitness golf yoga instructions every month so for i think the past couple of years i have a ton a ton of fun of yeah, these exclusive instructions on the magazine and I'm uh, very, yeah, very happy about it, very proud of it. And every time a golfer comes to me who I don't know or who reaches out with, with saying, look, I did your exercise in the golf magazine or I met them through uh, an event like KLM Open the past couple of years, the European Tour event. They, you know, they come at me and say, hey, I know your exercises from the golf magazine. I've been doing them. And uh, that's, yeah, it just gives me so much joy and um, gives me so much, uh, yeah, enthusiasm as well to keep propelling the game and especially the culture here in Holland forward. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, we're going to take a little break right now. And when we come back with Lisbeth, we're going to chat a little bit about body movement versus fitness, talk about some of the differences between it and particularly with the more traditional concept of fitness uh, with today's um, newer focus on movement, things like that, yoga and different uh, innovative approaches to it. And we'll also chat a little bit about um, Lisbeth's uh, golf yoga retreat in Spain when we come back in a few moments. And we're back with uh, Lisbeth Powells joining us from, uh, is it Amsterdam that you're in? Yes, that you're joining that's us correct. From? Okay. Yes, correct, correct. <laughs> uh, joining us from Amsterdam. So um, let's chat a little bit about body movement and fitness because I think that there's probably a great number of our listeners out there and, and probably in the general golf world that are not familiar with the differences and are going to say, well, you know, fitness body movement, golf body movements, um, what's the difference? Do you mind uh, maybe helping us educate a little bit of our listeners and myself as well? Of course, of course. I actually love this question and I do think uh, there are many golfers still, uh, yeah, unaware of this fact because, I mean, for me, fitness doesn't even come close to the concept of movement because the way I see it, um, Fitness is just the, the mere actions that you do of working out to improve the muscular, the cardiovascular system that are usually done through the sets and reps, the, kilom the, 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 the kilometers that you run, uh, at what pace you run, and usually with the main goals in mind of uh, weight loss, fat burning, being able to run a marathon or get lean, something like that. And that, that to me is fitness, but body movement is, yeah, entails so much more and actually goes way beyond that. It includes various forms and various methods. It could be 
yoga, it could be Olympic lifting, it could be corrective exercises, it could be active meditation, it also includes the nervous system, um, it could be breathing practices. Uh, it's, it's, it's a full spectrum that, yeah, what is, um, what is needed as well, because we also look into movement patterns, habits, also the biomechanics like we touched upon earlier um and this is extremely beneficial for golfers because even though every swing every body is unique the order or the the, the, the sequence of moving especially during the swing remains the same if we want to produce consistency produce injuries but also hit it further without having to work harder <laughs> and i mean look the golf fitness isn't just about practicing swings in the gym mm -hmm. i touch upon this because i think it's one of the main biggest misconceptions about training for golf is that you know yeah trying to mimic your swing with a yeah, with weights, it's it's not about that. It's not even about just core stability because then everyone who plays golf or who does core stability would be a top-notch golfer, which it's not. And, you know, we often also think that the golf fitness is all about knowing which power exercises to do, uh, what flexibility metas to use and knowing which medicine ball exercises and what the steps and rep, sets and reps are or what secret the pros has, have been using. And yeah, while, while all of that can, of course, be useful to know, I believe that the essence and function of golf movement training lies elsewhere. It's about knowing how to move the body. It's about knowing what the body needs, what exactly to focus on, maybe add more into training, but also maybe let go of. And then the body builds up more durability. It stops being compromised and creates quality movement capacity. And I mean, for the long run, it ends more permanent dysfunction patterns in, in way of movement and limitations and compensations because all of that just ends up in pain and injury and unhappiness, I think, also for many golfers, frustration. But so as a result, you allow yourself to play better longer and enjoy more golf. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. So in a nutshell, if we were to describe this to an average golfer, um, how does one benefit from this renewed understanding of the golf swing and body movement? Um, well, it's, it's, it's about understanding that it's a one-sided explosive rotational movement that has so much and brings so much uh, pressure onto the spine and also on the nervous system because it's usually when you're in front of your friends, when you're out on a tournament that you have to perform. So not only you're dealing with this huge and immense amount of physical pressure on the spine that has to be consistent and hopefully, you know, we, we want it to be very precise, but also that mental pressure with it. So, yeah, I always approach it as a full body-mind game approach. And it's about learning how to integrate what you practice, let's say, on the yoga mat, and mm -hmm. then taking it out on the course. Right, right. So it's it's if I could paraphrase, as I understand it, you're basically talking about an entire or a more complete holistic approach to how one approaches golf. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Great. Um, now we've been talking a fair bit about more of the elite athlete, the elite uh, amateurs and whatnot. Can anyone participate um, regardless of skill level? I mean, is there something in this 
program or your training that uh, says that uh, the new the person new to golf can benefit from this type of uh, training um, or somebody you know is it gender specific or is there one gender that it favors more or or Am I making sense, Lisbeth? Is that? Yes, yes, yes. And absolutely anyone can participate. Like I'm touching up now, um, let's say my, my online training course. I have an online training course uh, alongside my one-on-one coaching, which is also open remotely. But even on what I put out online or what you see online or what you're inspired to do, it's accessible to any golfer also specifically if you're new to golf because it's like it's like saying okay let's start to learn how to drive a car and then but not pay attention to the signs on the road but oh first let's let's learn how to drive that car and then next you know when i'm able to shift gears and when, I, when i'm able to uh, hit the gas and, and, and the brakes, then, you know, after a while, I'll start to pay attention to the signs on the roads and the stoplights. It doesn't make sense, right? right? Right. It's the same with golf specific movement, especially when you're starting, you're, uh, allowing yourself to, yeah, take full advantage of, of that golf and integrate it as a sport in your life right? and not, and I think it's, it's, it's even harder for golfers or even more challenging for golfers who are already doing this a long time without adding that integrate integration of the body mind spectrum mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're already ingrained in specific routines and uh, habits and it's, yeah, it's more difficult to then implement new ones as when you're new to golf, you're open and you're allow, you allow everything to, to, to start doing it right now already. Right. We have a saying in English, it's harder to teach an old dog new tricks. So what you're saying is uh, it's much easier if you're newer to golf because you can start to learn things correctly from the beginning and not having to retrain one's thinking and one's uh, training and one's body movements. Exactly. And I think that's why, and I believe that's why it's so important that, especially what I see here, because I know in North America, you guys are way more ahead than we are. But I think that's so crucial that right now our industry here in Holland, Belgium, it has to make a shift and has to integrate a few basic golf movement principles are ready to those who are new, but mm-hmm. that's not happening. So, I mean, I get, I get many messages and emails from golfers and they, you know, they, they, they tell me, I mean, that my trainer, my, my coach has never told me about warming up for golf. Do I have to? And now that I experienced it, I feel so much different. Why isn't the, coach telling me that so it's it's i think it's crucial that community leaders in essence um i mean right now they just can't withhold all the amazing benefits anymore that golf movement has to offer for their members for their uh clients for their club their community it's just um yeah they just need to level up And I mean, it's changing, luckily, of course, and the professional athletes and the professional um, tours, they, I mean, they are leading it a little bit, but it's also about all of those golfers who already made that change, already made that shift into integrating, even if it's just a tiny warming up before hitting a ball because that's being proven scientifically to, I mean, reduce the chance of overuse injuries. Um, and it's, it's, it's with all of the golfers who believe that, you know, this is already making a difference and who are open to do it. And yeah, um, each and everyone who already believes in building a strong and resilient body with a open and resilient mind as well. Those who decided to 
become more flexible, more durable, more healthy for the games. And that's, yeah, that's what our industry now is also, um, uh, what it also needs, but it's also driven by all of those golfers who already made that shift. Right, right. So when you take on a, a, um, a person, a client, uh, whether it's in a group session or in a one on one session, are there any goals that you have in mind when you uh, work with someone like that? Like, is, is there certain goals like you want to improve their movement, uh, rotational movement by a certain percentage, or you want them to be able to accomplish certain things by a certain time period in working with you? I do always have goals in mind when we start working, but they're all very specific and all very personalized that depending on the situation they're at, their age, uh, what goals they have for themselves. I mean, I have golfers who, you know, they did PGA tour, LPGA, that's their dream. I have golfers who dream of just playing stress-free and they just want to play for more enjoyment. So that that is all very individualized. It's like I also get this question asked a lot about, you know, what the best golf fitness or golf movement exercise is, you know, and that's the same kind of answer. Like there is no specific one type goal, one type movement, one thing only It is all very individual and specialized. So I mean, touching, touching upon when a golfer comes to me, I always start with a intake procedure where I do a full TPI screening, but I also send them a questionnaire, do a uh, intake conversation as well, where I find out what, what really drives them both mentally, but also physically where the limitations might be are. And from that, I create a a program. Right, right. So it's incredibly uh, personalized and customized for each individual that works with you. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. If somebody was wanting to get into this, how would they go about uh, wanting to get into a program like this? it's very straightforward, super easy. They can send me a message uh, through Instagram via my DM or on my website. I have a contact form and my website is lpgolfperformance.nl. On Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on all social media. So just by sending me a message, reaching out, I, right. I always appreciate golfers who reach out because I understand that sometimes the... The, the step to make is can be very challenging. I mean, I've been in this situation myself before when I, where I had to reach out mm-hmm. um, and it can be very daunting or, yeah, scary maybe for some. And that's, yeah, I totally understand what it is to be in that position and um, to always appreciate, just reach out yeah sending me what you're struggling with what what is it that you really want to achieve and and Mm -hmm. i always love to hear what you dream about because then i can can connect back with you and start a conversation and from there um see if we're able to to work together yeah yes okay terrific um Sounds like it's a very thorough and uh, client-focused program. That's wonderful. Yes. Um, golf yoga retreat in Spain. Now, um, you have a seven-day retreat planned from February 6th to 13th, uh, coming up in a couple of months' time. It's at the Los Colinas Golf and Country Club, which is in southern Valencia. Is that correct? Yes, and actually some super exciting news is that they've been um, uh, awarded as the best golf course in Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. So how long have you been doing these retreats, Lisbeth? 
Um, I've organized the retreat since uh, 2019, hoping to, yeah, bring tranquility, flexibility to golfers who are ready to take their game to the next level. And I mean, this this unique training week is kind of the perfect balance combination where training intensity, mindfulness, but also athletic recovery go hand in hand and that that's yeah uh, a huge project that i'm able to yeah send out to the world and where i go through where over the golfers and the participants go a transformation within a week and wow. yeah it's very um, honorable and humbling to be able to do that and organize both organize and coach it so it's um, a beautiful project which every year I improve it's yeah it's uh, (laughs) that's fantastic my heart and soul is is in the the retreat yeah oh fantastic Um, so is it a structured type of program, Lisbeth? Like, do you have a set calendar for the seven-day period, or are people just uh, able to do certain things throughout, like pick certain things, or is it really like an intensive seven-week, uh, uh, seven-day uh, program? I think you could call it like that. Maybe the last, uh, the last thing you mentioned, maybe uh, kind of like an intensive golf awareness training week that could also be a name but but i call it golf yoga retreat but it's it's Mm -hmm. a training week where we have a set structure and set program um and yeah a i mean it's it's a professional program that is dedicated to anyone who wants that golf transformation physical development and personal growth right and within the program I've created, like I mentioned before, that unique balance between intensity and relaxation, which I haven't seen anywhere else, which I see that was missing in, in the world of golf and in, in, uh, in, in the golf industry because I noticed that actually I, I, this is something that I created as well because I wished that I – could participate in something like that when I was struggling, when I was a little bit unmotivated or when, when I was down or when I didn't know how to train my body specifically for golf and how to be more confident and, and feel more empowered and relaxed during the tournaments when I was still um, dreaming of playing on the LPGA. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but as well, when a few of my clients back in the days, they returned from golf uh, trips they were always coming back tired exhausted having drunk too much having (laughs) had too much yes too much socializing where they said look I I just need a moment for myself you know and uh, their bodies were tied after it their bodies were tied and weak Um, you name it and I was like why 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 is you know, there needs to be something else that takes um, a different approach. And um, that, that's, that's what I, um, yeah, what, I'm, what I tried to put together within the, the program structure, the balance between socializing because it's a retreat with 12 like-minded golfers where you can have fun, where you can, you know, share experiences, but also the, the option and the, the set times where we actually retreat and do have a little bit time for um, introspection and reflection and a day uh, focus on mental performance where we tackle limiting beliefs, where we dive into that and how to apply that onto the course so yeah we do have a set structure i don't have a structure program up on my website and i i get asked about this a lot (laughs) but um 
Yeah, I um, I don't do that because I want golfers to arrive with an open mind, with an open heart, and be open to receive the full program that I've created with the the best practices out there. That's what I've done, and it keeps a little bit of surprise too for when they arrive, <laughs> um, and that also makes them that they're more ready and open to embrace the new routines and new practices and that mm. what we practice on that week is also a um becomes also an a anchor to return back when they're back home right right so it's something they can apply absolutely okay. absolutely because that's that's my number one one of my number one priorities is the transformation that happens during the golf yoga retreat week, but also being able to return back to everything that they've learned. So they ha I have a um, after call coaching session with them to touch upon what they need after the week has gone over the past couple of weeks, you know? Um, so it's, and before that, before they go on the retreat, I have a coaching session as well, an intake session. So you're actually, yeah, working towards that that week as a golfer, as a participant. You're working towards your week, so you know your goals are already set. You know mm -hmm. more or less what it is that you're going to work on, and then after the week, you will also be much, much more. Um, inclined to keep to keep doing uh what you've learned the new um yeah the new programs right. that are ingrained now right um so let me ask you this why is yoga an important part of what you're doing in these retreats and in your basic training programs um yeah uh i mean it can benefit so much to any type of golfer and i think the main aspect is creating a greater adaptability, both physically and mentally, and preparing the body for the physical demands of, yeah, the one-sided explosive uh, rotational movement, which is the golf swing. And uh, using yoga techniques is an excellent way to increase rotation and improve that mobility, if applied correctly, but of course, the the mental advantages are huge. Mm -hmm. Are huge. I mean, uh, talking about the breath, for example, something I I apply in any kind of coaching that I do. Anything that you see, um, the breath is always key. And through yoga, we can. Um, yeah, we, we can start to become more aware of our breath. And it's like no matter what you eat and how much you exercise, the amount of golf lessons or new clubs or you have right. or the weight you're able to lift, none of that actually matters if you're not breathing properly. And so through yoga, we start to breathe more effectively. First of all, because we, be, we are able to become more aware of or non-effective and dysfunctional breathing patterns. And yeah, any changes in our breathing will be mirrored in the state of our body, in the state of our mind. And so when the changes happen in the state of our body and of our mind, the changes will also occur in our nervous system and be mirrored in our breathing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, this is just in a huge, super valuable tool to be able to understand and implement on the course, as you mm -hmm. can imagine. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I recently came across something that you wrote. You wrote that perfection is an illusion. It is not real. Mastery, on the other hand, happens when we put the time in. Beautiful. Thank you. you. Well... Would you explain that a little bit, um, what that means? Yes. Um, it, 
this this is something i mean i've struggled with perfection for a while uh, especially on the course um so i think and i see so many also of of, of, of you know maybe more the younger generation as they are growing up um putting so much pressure on themselves and that's what i also did you know i put so much pressure on myself to be perfect be perfect on a golf course and i was focused on um especially being when i played all i could think of is i have to perform within the norm of what everyone expected of me right and so actually there is so much more um to learn to grow if you have an open mind to not be perfect because it's 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 just never going to happen um and it's a beautiful process if you're able to let go of that standard that you have set for yourself usually it also limits kind of a it, it you know, it taxes and it seals what you can achieve, both physically and both mentally. It just breaks your potential that you're able to achieve. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think in a physical standpoint, I think everyone is so focused on achieving that perfect score on their TPI test, making it very concrete now, uh, is that there's no perfect score on the TPI test. It's also about understanding what the limitations are and being in tune with them. So you're not going to do something stupid because, you know, you're limited in maybe, let's say, you know, very specific in hamstring. Uh, Your hamstrings are very tight or um, your hips are... um, don't have the full range of motion it's about understanding what those understanding what the limitations are physically so you're able to deal with them effectively and i mean i think that is for me also with that if you're open to it it can be it become a teacher you know just like the game just like the game is and and yeah right okay um are you all sold out for this program <laughs> uh i have limited spaces available um and the retreat does go on a um application process but okay. i do have uh some more room for 2000 and uh 21 and everything can be found on golfyogaretreat.com and um, yeah i i hope to welcome another 12 golfers uh, upcoming year right right so if someone was interested in coming um for the retreat in february they go to yoga retreat golfyogaretreat.com golfyogaretreat.com okay exactly and they can find uh, a form there to fill out or complete uh, to submit their information for you and get the process Correct. started. Correct. There's the, uh, there is some information and also some great testimonials from my previous uh, participants, um, which I, you know, uh, hope you read because I can, I can tell about it all I want. I think it's super uh, valuable even if you hear some, some, you know, if you hear another golfer who's also been in your shoes uh, talk about it and what they experienced. But so, yeah, if you scroll then through the end of the page, there's a form with a, um, it has some a- application questions. Uh, so right. I know where you're coming from, where you're at, and um, I'll, you know, that that's, that's what I always do. Um, I want to make sure I can, you know, I can do, I can deliver your goal and your dreams. And so with that, I, application, yeah, it's, it's so important that I understand where you're coming from and, and yeah, what your goals are. So 
I can okay. help you to the best of my abilities. All right. Sounds like it'll be a fun time. Some sun, Absolutely. some golf, some yoga, and good company, and uh, after golf, fun. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's up next for you, Lisbeth? What's happening between now and then for you? Well, I'm very focused right now. It's off-season, and so that requires a lot of training programs to be written. Uh, most of them are, are written already, but it's always fine-tuning. Like we've said before, it's, I write the program for my clients um, at the beginning of the season, but we, it's, it's, you're always fine-tuning. It's like a race car, you know? You... It's you have your brake in place, you have your tires in place, you have the oil in place, but sometimes you need to tweak, and uh, that that's what is happening now, um, coaching-wise, with my one-on-one clients. And then I have I've launched last month my online training course, so mm-hmm. I really hope that many more golfers will be able to benefit from the. Uh, amazing tools and super accessible tools that I provide on that course. So um, I hope that can reach many more and more golfers. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm full into uh, work mode, um, working towards some short-term goals, long-term goals, and yeah, um, doing what I love most, coaching and Providing everyone uh, some inspiration, hopefully to, and yeah, that, that's that's right. uh, that's my plan. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Um, so thank you very much, Lisbeth. That's uh, really really appreciated. Um, I know you and I could probably have this conversation extended on for another <laughs> bunch of time, talking about all the different <laughs> things that fascinate and are interesting about golf, the golf swing, and and the thoughts Absolutely. behind it. But, yes. Um, we are at the end of our uh, time allotment for our show. So I'd like to extend to you on behalf of the show a, a super big thank you, Lisbeth. Um, we're very pleased that you could join us and take time out of your very, very busy schedule to uh, chat with us and share your knowledge with us. And, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll have helped reach some of our listeners and golfers out there to help them improve and at least get their thought process rolling in terms of things they might want to start looking at in terms of improving themselves and their games. So thank you. Uh, thank, thank you so much. And uh, likewise, I appreciate your time and yeah, th- anything I can do to help create, develop a more healthy, aware and strong golf community. I'm all in for that. <laughs> and so thank you so much for this opportunity. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much, Lisbeth. You're very welcome. Bye. Oh, sorry about that. Didn't mean to cut you off, Lisbeth. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that wraps up our show for today. So again, a really big thank you for joining us on our podcast. Now, just a note about our upcoming shows. We are planning a special show on the U.S. Women's Open, which will be a preview of golf's last major of 2020 and will include important storylines, potential contenders, and hopefully interviews with a couple of players. So keep an eye open for that show. You can also check in regularly on the World of Golf website for more information and stories on women's professional golf. On behalf of the show and the producers and our guests, thank you very much for joining us. Have a great day. Hi. Our podcast show, We're Talking Golf, is produced by the World of Golf. Today's show was recorded on November 10th, 2020. If you have any questions about our show, or you would like to submit suggestions or comments, please send them to us by email to info at worldofgolf.org. That's info at worldofgolf.org. Or, if you prefer by traditional mail, please address your envelope to the World of Golf at 3643 City Edge Place, Vancouver, British Columbia. Postal code V5. H four N four Canada. This show is the copyright of the world of golf and may not be reproduced or rebroadcast in whole or in part without the express written consent of the world of golf. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>